If you hear anybody use these two words together, know that he's, he's false and don't believe. Don't ever believe the science. He said, there is no such thing as the science. Science is always changing. It's always a debate. It has to be allowed to be debated. And being shutting down and saying, that's not the science, is immediately a cue that what you're getting fed is standard line that is supposed to be shouted across the world for the moneyed interest, if you will. Welcome to After Hours with Dr. Sigalov, where he can share ideas and thoughts with you. He gets to the heart of the issue so that you can find the truth. The views and opinions expressed are his and do not represent the U.S. Army, DOD, nor the U.S. government. Dr. Sigalov was either off duty or on approved leave, and Dr. Sigalov was not in uniform at the time of recording. Now, to Dr. Sigalov. All right, well, thank you for joining me again. I have a very special guest today, but before I introduce him, I want to thank all of my Patreon supporters. We've got Shell Pace at the $50 level. We've got an anonymous donor family at twenty at the 2020 level. We have the Plandemic Reprimando at $17.76 with Ty, Charles, Tinfoil, Stanley, Dr. Anna, who's been a guest on here. We have Frank, Brian. We have Kevin at the $10 level. We have the $5 Refined Not Burned level with Linda, Emmy, Joe, Pat, and Bev, PJ, Rebecca, Marcus, Elizabeth, Dawn, Jennifer, Ken. We've got Frank at $1.50 and the Courage is Contagious level at $1 a month. We have Amanda, Jay, Spetsnatsdy, Darrell, Susan, BB King, who was a guest, and Rick. Thank you so much for all the, the money you've been supporting. This fight just keeps going and going and going. I recently had an interview or a, a meeting with the Texas Medical Board. I can't divulge any information from that until August when they have the official meeting. The lawsuit against the Secretary of Defense is ongoing and it's close to $100,000 worth of money that, of my own that I've placed into that. So I appreciate every every penny that everyone's been able to provide. But today we have a very special guest. His name is Dr. Bruce Dooley. Now, he he has uncovered some amazing things in the past, and he's been doing this for a while. But, sir, go ahead and tell us, kind of give us an intro and, and tell us what you've been uncovering. Well, thanks for having me, Sam. I, I'm, I'm, calling you, I'm talking to you from New Zealand, where I'm a registered physician, but I also have registration in Florida, for over 40 years in medical clinics there. And I've been, you know, I've been involved with integrative complementary alternative medicine for almost all that time. Early on though, I had the interesting run-in as we all had with my Florida Medical Board. And it was on the basis of one word in, in, in an advertisement that I had, but it was basically, they were coming after me for doing chelation therapy. And when I was leaving the second meeting after I had marched a whole bunch of about 400 patients on them to not shut down chelation and it worked, I heard them say, we'll meet you, I'll meet you at the Federation meeting in Dallas next week. And I went, Federation? And then it, 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 it took me back about six years when I was sitting on the board of, I was on the board of directors of the of amazing growing, very rapidly growing doctor's organization called ACAM, American College for the Advancement of Medicine. And I remember Terry Chappell, the president at the time, had this folder and he had all these papers. He says, damn, he says, this federation, they denied 27 requests for us to be expert witnesses, expert contributors to their new policy on complementary alternative medicine that they're going to put out. 
Well, I didn't. I thought to myself, well, that's that's really a terrible thing to do. But I, I forgot all about it. And and a year later, our ACAM was attacked by the Federal, the Federal Trade Commission for, again, like one word in, in about chelation helping with heart disease. I didn't put two and two together because I didn't, you know, you know, I only I only found out later that the Federation actually had invited the head of the FTC the year before. And he's on record transcript saying, thank you very much for telling us about ACAM. We'll take care of them more or less. And then they did. So they basically shut down a 12. We had 1200 doctors, 1200. And it was growing at the rate of. Yeah, it was growing at the rate of about 200 doctors a year. We had a million dollars in the bank. And they stopped this uh, effort. And it really basically, when that report came out about CAM, it was it was written by what we call the quackbusters, these doctors that do nothing but de denigrate any doctors that don't just follow the line. And at the end of that report, which I can send you, it's a really absolutely amazing because I have, still have a copy. You can't find it anymore. But that special report that basically was voted in by the delegate boards of this federation, we could talk how they do that, said at the bottom that Daniel Eisenberg's study from Harvard showed that the, that the use of alternative medical therapies had approached $30 billion a year and more, and more visits to alternative practitioners than to regular GPs. And this was their battle cry at the bottom. It's like, we better stop this. And that's, so this is this has really been what's been going on. We, we're looking at a, and so anyway, long story short, I put the two federations together that were about six years apart, and I ended up going to signing in, if you will, as a guest, and you can do that. And I, and I watched how they did this. And then I went, then that was in Dallas. And then the next year I went to Atlanta and I went undercover, if you will, there to, again, see how, <laughs> I know, and it was great fun, but, it, you know, I was shocked to see that this 110-year organization, it was formed in 1912, all right, 1912, is, and, and we don't know who funds them. We know through the help of people that have gotten this information that they're, they spend about a million dollars a week, that's their internal revenue statements. They have office, huge two-story, huge two, two-story buildings stuck back in a little, uh, a big suburb, kind of hidden, and 300 staff there. They also have a, a big office in Washington, D.C. This is a very secretive organization that, hide, that hides in the shadows, but they, they control pretty much the medical boards, councils in both the United States, 70, 70 medical boards, and including your osteopathic would be on it. And also in a by a sidebar little comp, not company but organization called the International Association of Medical Regulators, IEMRA, which is the same address in Fuller Drive, 400 Fuller Drive, and then that they through that they control the other countries that are members: Germany, Canada, UK, Australia, New Zealand, <clears throat> and sitting on their board of directors, sitting on their board is the secretary is the CEO and president of the Federation, he makes a million dollars a year, Dr. Chandri. So this is a this is a dark, secretive organization that most 99.9% .9 of doctors don't know about or didn't know about. And for 20 years, I've been kind of trying to figure out how in the world we we, we would get at that, get at, you know, just uncover what they are doing. And then all of a sudden the COVID scheme came out. 
And and then all the doctors started getting doctors like Merle Nass, I was just talking about earlier, and you know all around the world, including McCullough now, and you know, and we have 26 physicians down here, doctors, really good doctors, who are being attacked by the New Zealand Medical Council. Not one patient complaint. In fact, in 40 years, I have not had one patient complain in 40 years. I have not had one malpractice in 40 years. And and all my all my effort has been fighting medical boards through this time for, in my particular case right now, for prescribing ivermectin, which I'm personally, I mean, we're professionally allowed to do by law. And it's safe. It is very effective. And, and the whole story is coming out, I think, very clearly. I think, is it Malone's book coming out, The War on Ivermectin? There's a... He's putting out a book this week, I think. It's finally getting out called The War on Ivermectin. And it should be very interesting. But I'll tell you one, the, 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 if anybody wants to really see how this was handled, they should go and read at least the first chapter of Robert F. Kennedy's Jr.'s book, The, the Real Anthony Fauci. You can get it for $3, the electronic version on, on Amazon. And very, and, you know, of course, Kennedy being a lawyer, and knew who he was up against, he documents everything and, and it's been bulletproof. He's not been attacked for one thing he said in 900 pages, which I haven't honestly gotten through. It's a, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of reading. But in the, in the first chapter, he talks about how they were able to stop ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine early on so that they could roll in the experimental shot, the inoculation with mRNA. It's an absolutely amazing story and we have a there's a there's a there's a billionaire in Australia Palmer Mr. Palmer is he went out in 2021 and he bought enough hydroxychloroquine for every Australian in the country right <laughs> this is an amazing story so he said you know he says I'm going to make this available to everybody early on cuz I, I believe in it and the government came in and seized it and destroyed it so he's he's hopping mad, Mr. Palmer. He's really mad. He's been he used to be a senator too. I think he was in the, in the legislature. Anyway, that's a that's a that's a, a run on kind of thing about where I'm at. I'm trying to get people to wake up to the idea that this is not, and particularly doctors, that this is not coming from their individual boards. That these boards have medical boards and councils. They go to these meetings and they have a delegate voting thing at the very end, kind of a ceremony, velvet ropes and, and all of this. And the, the delegates march in and they each get a desk with the little electronic voting booth and the, the federation the year before or during the year when they've been absent these annual meetings have long for, in fact, I'll, I'll tell you what they did in the last one. At the last meeting, which was in February of 2022 in New Orleans, they brought forward for voting the Federation's plan, 12-page plan on misinformation and disinformation. So you medical boards now, and they voted it in because they, they wine you and dine you at these five-star hotels. I mean, it's really quite a, <clears throat> I've never been to anything that was quite so splash as uh, what the Federation puts on. <clears throat> and they tell you what good doctors are and how we have to protect the public from harm. This is the medical board's battle cry, of course, is harm. Well, there's, there's no harm being done here with ivermectin. In fact, there's harm being done by not using early treatment. 
what we were being told as doctors after they pulled, after they scared. Well, so anyway, the, the Federation in early 2021, no, the mid, around June, did something very unusual, Sam. They, they, did, they did a blast around the world, a, a public, they came out and publicly in, in, in all the news media, and I've never seen this before, and they said, we're concerned that doctors are spreading mis misinformation about COVID and early treatment with, they didn't say ivermectin, but they, you know, and, and because physicians have a high place of trust in, by the public, they, are, they need to be specially controlled pretty much and if they give it mis mis misinformation, then they are at risk of losing their license by the medical board. Of course, of course you know, you and I, you know, we, well, I'm not going to speak for myself, but most, or for you, but most doctors spend all of their lives right through trying to get out and become a doctor. And then they have to pay back their, medical, their, their bills, their college things, lots of expenses. So they are, and, and many times now, they're not independent, like when my, my father was a physician, and I speak about this in some of their interviews, where they were all independent doctors. You know, they were their own captains of their own ship. Nobody told them what to do. Now doctors are being paid here in New Zealand by the government mostly, not me, I'm private independent, or by HMOs, or they're dependent on insurance companies, or, or big corporations that own their practices on and on. So they're 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 under pretty much under control, aren't they? And if they don't do what they're told to do, like get jabbed or you know all these other things, then they can lose their job. And you know, how, where, where are they going to go? What else? What other trade does a doctor have? Think about it, right? We spend our entire lives becoming doctors, and so that's all these years not developing other skills. We're got our head in a right. book trying to figure this out. Right, and they know that the the, Medica the, the federation and and they they know that they know that and and then of course in your particular case and many others they're using you know government funds in, in many cases to attack doctors who then have to defend themselves and and go further into debt and you know mortgage their house to pay for their lawyer fees to protect their livelihood for something that was not a direct harm to patients. You understand this. This is this is really where it's got and misinformation and disinformation, which was voted in, in at this house meeting, this, sorry, their, their annual meeting in New Orleans. Now is then transferred onto the books of every state medical board as law. You see, it's in court. So you can't have a private corporation. This is what I was doing. I was sitting watching this delegate vote back in 1999. I was watching this happening, and I said, you know, you can't do this. You can't make law in a private, you know, organization, membership organization, because each state board is a member. And interestingly enough, we have now seen that in behind the scenes that these member medical boards, they're being held to account by the Federation that they need to, they need to toe the line or they could get disciplined. Amazingly, a medical board or council signs an agreement with a private 110-year organization that says basically we'll follow whatever the whatever the delegates whatever was voted in and if we don't these are the terms that we can get disciplined how about wow. that that's terrifying it's unbelievable and 
Well, it's not, it's not unbelievable to me. <laughs> it's very believable. <laughs> and that we see, we can't see behind the screen of who's really paying. Who's re you, these guys are spending a million dollars a week. Where is that money coming from? And the medical councils, you know what their annual mem membership is, about $10,000 a year. Now, that's 10 times 70. That's 700,000. That's not even going to get them through a week. Well, wow. guess what else they own? the federation they own the national medical boards oh wow oh yeah so they 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 have another group that administers it but they basically own the testing for doctors so what do you think you think the testing is going to be talking about herbs and natural remedies and things like that or even medical school is going to be teaching how much how much how much nutrition did you get in your four years of medical school Dan? maybe an hour an hour. That's what I got. <laughs> An hour. It hasn't changed. And I, yeah, and I graduated in 80. Here's the pyramid. Eat food. That's about it. It was terrible. It was so boring. And of course, my pyramid was upside down. Now it's completely changed. So doctors don't know a darn thing about nutrition from medical school. I, we all had to go and retrain ourselves. That's what the, my organization, ACAM, was all about, bringing doctors in, teaching them about physiology. Well, we knew physiology, but we didn't realize that how vitamin D fits into a pathway that is that feeds like 2,000 reactions, and that vitamin D, there's a receptor on every cell in the body for vitamin D, and that all the studies now coming out showing that if people are taking on the average of about four to 5,000 IU a day, that they're basically going to, you know, they're just not going to get sick. Well, well, don't you think we should be giving vitamin D to everybody? It's a pretty cheap solution. Yeah, well, because, I mean, I, I bled to, in Florida, my clinic's in Florida. You can't have more sun than Florida. And I blood tested everybody, all my patients. And guess what? 85% were suboptimal in wow. Florida. Well, they're putting hats on, they're slapping things. You know, in, Sunscreen. In, uh, here in New Zealand, we get, you know, they call it the land of the uh, the, the big white cloud. That's what that's what HRAS stands for. The point is that doctors are, and you know, I you know, I don't want to. I, I love my profession. That's why I'm fighting so hard for it because they decided that they were going to bring this scam through our door, which is now really becoming more and more obvious that this is this is not about a virus. This is not about. This is about controlling people and and getting people to. And they want to. And this World Health Organization to your to your viewers out there. The most dangerous thing coming, and I, and I warned people a year and a half about this ago, about the World Health Organization pandemic treaty that is right now, actually last week, being fine-tuned to be voted in by every country by one guy, by the way, in our particular case, the Minister of Health. He gets to go to Geneva and sit in the same kind of booth, I guess, and push a button, yay or nay, on a plan, on a pandemic plan that says that the countries agreed to turn over all control on the next pandemic or next emergency to the World Health Organization. Wow. That's, now, that's, this, is the, this is, they will be removing all sovereignty. They will be able to, they will be able to mandate uh, inoculations. They will be able to actually do police enforcement in, in separate countries. This is, this is the final, what is that? Declaration and Constitution. Yep. Yeah. 
the Constitution, well, now, it's really interesting, United States, because of the founding fathers, and, and I'm, you know, my medical school is in Philadelphia, right where the Liberty Bell is, and so, you know, I, I feel a real affinity to, you know, to these young 56 men who were putting their lives on the line to go up against England with this declaration, and and basically they knew that they were signing their debt their death death penalty, you know, if if it ever if they lost, they would be dead, you know, and yeah. yet they also knew that they had to restrict the power of this new country's federal government because it would go out of control. So they gave the states equal power. You see, governors yeah. and states. Right now, Ron DeSantis, I'm so proud of in Florida of what he and Lapota, his medical director, are doing to uphold the the power that was given to them in the Constitution. The the globalists, the people that are behind this, hate this idea, and they, and, and they and they're trying like crazy to try to get around the Constitution. And this Democratic Party that is a, is a, you know with Biden at the head is doing everything they can to to crush any any of that. So, but what we're saying is the rest of the world is watching because some some of the states right now. I think North Dakota, some of them are saying, we're not going to follow the World Health Pandemic Treaty if it's signed. We're just not going to do it. Well, that's interesting. So they're saying, in effect, we're not going to allow the federal government to sign for us because we are an independent, you know, we have our own right freedom of, of expression and freedom. Wow, isn't that wonderful that now, you know, 200 some years later, these young founding fathers' vision is actually being played out in real time. It's, it's, I mean, if I wasn't so busy, I would say if I was not in medicine, I'd be have a big bowl of popcorn and, and be watching this. Like, it's a great movie going on, isn't it? It is. And the Tenth Amendment really playing out in true fashion here. I know. So, but the 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 antithesis to all of freedom in medical freedom is coming out of this this very dark organization, the Federation. Of state medical boards, and they they need to be exposed. They need to be well. They they were there before any of the alphabet agencies, government agencies. Think about that. And in, interestingly enough, we just I just got some information that one of they they coupled the federation coupled with a another organization. I don't know exactly the name. It's a something federal board of pharmacy. Okay. Guess when the Federal Board of Pharmacy, whatever the name is, National Board of Pharmacy, when, what, what year do you think that was created? It was in 1913? 1904. 1904? Yeah, there was a National Board of Pharmacology when, when Rockefeller and all these guys were trying to promote pharmaceuticals, which were going up against, excuse me, going up against homeopathy. And some of the other natural cures, and this, and and they were being beaten by homeopathists. The same doctors that went to the same medical school, some went over to homeopathy, studied with Samuel Hahnemann, and the other ones went with allopathy, with Rockefeller and his pharmaceuticals, which were causing terrible side effects and still are. Pharmaceuticals are still the third leading cause of death, and 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 have been every year. Wow. You know that, right? Pharmaceuticals. What? are the third leading, the cardiac and cancer go back and forth between first and second. Pharmaceutical, as always, is, and the medical treatment itself 
iatrogenic. I love that word. Yeah. Iatrogenic. Yeah, I I had a doctor look through some of my charts and and gig me on the fact that I got a patient off of their blood pressure medication. It's like, isn't that the goal? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Isn't that as a primary care, as a family medicine physician, our our goal is to get people off medications and and no, make no, them no, to where no, they don't need goal, them? Yeah, no, no. Your goal, doctor, okay, <laughs> your goal, this is what we trained you for. You have one hour of nutrition. We're going to say that you got nutrition. But you're going to have a whole year of pharmaceutical in medical school. The whole year of pharmaceutical, right? That's what you had. Well, and yeah. Something like that, right? A, I don't a know year. what it is anymore. It was, but I had a whole, it was done every whole year. year. Every year uh, for yeah, four yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> so so your job, doctor, white coat and very respected doctor, uh, is to go out there and sell those drugs for us. That's right. You just you just be a good drug pusher and and and, and we won't bother you, you know. Oh, you're gonna take you're gonna start using natural things, you're gonna start using non-patentable, you safe, effective, but and you know, by the way, everything that, that doctors in, in integrative medicine use, most everything, if you go into Google Scholar, where the, all of the, you know, the real stuff is, you can find thousands of articles. It's just that, you know, pharmaceutical companies are not going to be funding it. So I, I'll tell you what, yeah, I, my goal is to get people off of prescription medications. That's why I'm not liked. And why? Because it's the third leading cause of, of death. <laughs> And all of these side effects. So why would I not want to choose something that I that has been proven to be effective, say, I don't know, say vitamin D for a person who's constantly getting sick rather than throwing antibiotics and wiping out their microbiome, which then sets them into autoimmune disease. And, you know, you have to use more more drugs for that. The truth is, as it's hard to say, it's sometimes hard to say is that we have been inculcated into a disease care system that yes. feeds off of disease, yes. that feeds off of illness. If I, you know, I, I, I've, I've stood in front of thousands of people and gave talks, and I, and I said to them, and this is, you know, if I was a magician right now, folks, and I waved my hand over, the, over this crowd, and I said, not one of you is going to get sick again until you're, you know, until you, until you die at a nice old ripe age of 85 in bed, you're going to be healthy, etc. I would, I would probably live much longer if I can actually do that because none of those people then would enter into the the pharmaceutical medical industrial complex, would they? They, they right. would be outside. They, I, all of a sudden, I would be like taking profits out. It's hard to, it's hard to say that, but it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why prevention, you weren't taught in medical school real prevention. You were taught about vaccines. That's yeah. not prevention, really, in my estimation. Yeah, it's and, uh, you know, Hippocrates, the oath, I hope they're still given the oath, but Hippocrates said, Hippocrates said, let medicine be thy food and food be thy medicine. Yes. Well, if you get one hour of an upside down triangle, that ain't, that's not following Hippocrates very well, is it? <laughs> no. And when I first stumbled across nutrition and started going down that road, I was literally walking in a cloud, dazed and confused for a month because it flipped everything on its head. It flipped that triangle right upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh, it wow. Yeah. My mom, my mom, God bless her, was gone. My, my, but she, you know, she was, she was sucking down diet Coke and diet Pepsi thinking that she was, you know, low fat. 
everything this low fat and you know low fat means just the opposite you're going to get fat if you eat anything that's low fat yeah well it's high in sugar it's high in carbohydrates simple carbs and and they're going to blow up your your insulin curve and they're going to they're going to create diabetes if you know you're sitting there stuffing bread and and all the cheap stuff that you can get in processed food which sadly is really where things are going as the economy as they've been able to suck all of the all the middle class money out and put it in their coffers, more and more people are finding. You know, I just read the, last night that the that there's 42 percent of people are in a and really in the United States are in a in a food what's it called scarcity type of a situation. They're, it's a food desert. Food what? Food desert is that? Not desert. I know the word, but it's it basically means that they're they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, food deprivation, food shortage. So they're going, they're going into the supermarkets now, and they're and they're not buying the expensive fresh vegetables, but they're buying the cheaper processed food just to fill their bellies, and that's that's really leading to more obesity, more morbidity. It's a tsunami of obesity, as you well know, and and it's actually happening here in New Zealand. I, I moved to New Zealand in 1996 back and forth actually I still I kept my clinics running so it's been a it's been fun to to you know get this information out and to meet doctors like you who are, are really pushing the the you know for the truth to get out and and this is what we need to do we, we are up against a a controlled corporate media that is ref- refusing in fact I I they're refusing to show the death and disabilities that are happening from this vaccine. It's not a vaccine, but it's a purported vaccine. And they are not they're not talking to they're not talking about any of the alternatives. In fact, they're denigrating them. And we we are the only thing that's left is this kind of alternative media to get the message out to particularly the younger people if they're watching, to make them, you know, I I, I think, you know. Have you found that there's a kind of a complacency in, in the younger people that they're just kind of they don't want to they don't want to get their hands messed up in this or, or are they actually are they actually mad and, and want to fight back? What's what do, what do you hear in the ground there? Most people that I've run into, you know, they've been on, on the particular side, same same as we are, and they're getting upset. They're you know, they're they're upset with what's happened to children. They're upset with the lies they've been told. But then to contrast that with a guy who's who's a doctor just a little bit older than me, maybe about 10 years older or so, he said, oh, if this was a, a gene therapy, there'd be people dying of cancer everywhere. Dude, what world are you living in? Like, open your eyes. Yes. They are dying of cancer everywhere. I had a friend of mine who's a nurse. Her her husband, fit 70-year-old guy, gold miner back up the hills here, never smoked, got triple or quadruple, full believer, and last week I started coughing up blood. Oh my goodness. And got him into a CT scan straight away. He's got stage four metastatic lung cancer. Now, you know, I've been around 40 years to practice medicine. Non-smoker go from hemoptysis, coughing up blood, to a stage four spread around your body. That's called turbo cancer. That's called yeah. the cancer that comes out of nowhere for no and and spread. So that's and and so I think that because New Zealand only's got five million people, 
we're we're seeing the 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 normies as they call them the people in the middle who you know have just have bought bought the hook line and sinker the government funded story they are starting to wake up a little bit they're like you know people are you know dropping dead left and right and they're getting all these injured and even themselves they come in they're not a big subset of my my patient population but they're coming in and saying you know, I've just not been feeling like I've had any energy. My, I can't think. I've got brain fog. They've got all of these, you know, I'm used to dealing with these kind of symptomatologies prior to, you know, the shot. But now it's becoming so clear. And yet, interestingly enough, if I'm to, as a doctor, allowed, if I stood up and said, well, you had, you know, that's because you, you got the, the jab. Well, then next thing I know, there'd be a you know, there'd be a ring on my phone from the medical council saying, "What are you doing, telling people that you can't prove that?" <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, they were fine before but, it, and they weren't fine after. That's right, and it's like happening everywhere. And the cancers are well. So, get this. I want to finish this story because it, it, it was in line with what you said. So, this fella with the cancer had a meeting just uh, what is Friday, Monday with the local oncologist, the cancer doctor in the nearby town that we have. So he's he's there, you know, telling him the chemotherapy and all this kind of stuff, you know, and hardly ever, you know, as I see it, hardly ever even looking at, at, at either of them, you know, just going on, droning on. But then he turns to this fellow, his name is Paul, and he says, Paul, he said, now, you have to protect your immune system because you know you're in a delicate spot. You have to get a booster. You have to oh go out there. You have to make sure you keep your boosters up to date. I would shake him if I was sitting there with him. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, I'm glad I wasn't because I, I would be an assault and battery. And yet, I can't turn this oncologist into the medical council for mal malpractice and for you know harm because yeah, are you kidding me? You're Disinformation. It's, it's something, and you know what? Not a talk about you know changing his diet or any of that kind of stuff. Just get your keep your shots going, and that that you'll be safe. Well, this is uh, this is monstrous, really. It's monstrous. Well, I mean, just the term turbo cancer. You used it. I heard it from from a pastor once who he unfortunately got. He was he was happy to say that he was the first one to get a shot in this local area, and. And then he, he had beat cancer many years ago, and then all of a sudden he shows up with what he coined as turbo cancer. And it's like you hear that everywhere now. Well, actually, it's it, you see a lot more relapses. You're right. This was de novo. This was actually, I mean, out of nowhere yeah. for a guy that didn't smoke. Yeah, but the relapsing ones are, are really common. I mean, they're everywhere. And I, I tell people who, you know, have been coerced. I mean, you know, there's an awful lot of people who didn't want to get this you know, in, in, this experimental jab, right? And but they had to to keep their job. Right. And to me, that co that coercion forced it was a force basically. Now a lot of them are regretting it like crazy, and they want to do particularly if they've had a a you know cancer in the past. They want to they they come to us. We have a very interesting organization here. It's New Zealand Docs SOS speaking on science. NZDSOS dot co.nz at their dot org. We banded together uh, maybe 200 doctors early on, back in early 2021. 
So this organization has been standing up against the the medical councils and the, and the government, saying, you know, you know, this is this is wrong, this is absolutely wrong, and you know, thank God we are. I think we're prevailing. I think we're we're getting the 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 the, the momentum is is swinging because the the media can't keep can no longer keep the lid on this stuff. I mean, they were being paid. The government of the United of New Zealand spent, we know, fifty-five million dollars gave to the to to the news outlets. Okay, they, it's they a funded. country of five million people. You said, yeah, fifty-five million dollars was handed out, handed out, and <clears throat> as I understand from, you know, the one of the top politicians that the. Uh, that we have in the country in an interview he did that he said that this was contingent money. It was like a loan if they didn't kind of follow the narrative. So all of the, you know, all of our media down here, <clears throat> except the ones that we created ourselves, which now, <clears throat> excuse me, Voices for Freedom is one. We also have a reality check dot radio. We have re reality radio, reality check radio. So this is where real information is coming out. They're interviewing people, doctors like me. They're interviewing farmers who are being hit up for carbon. I mean, down here, this is how bad it's gotten because we're getting attacked by many, many sides. Medicine's one of them. But the other one is this carbon credit stuff that it basically is really dangerous because they're taxing cow farts down here. They are literally... For the last two years, there's been a campaign to tax the farmers because their cows are farting methane, and that's that's the that's going to cause global warming. So, so, yeah. so you don't know this yet because it, it, it's coming out this weekend, but by the time this episode comes out, it'll be out. I did an episode with recently getting out major in the Army, and he's doing regenerative farming. He calls it Operation Regen, and it's all about using the land and using, you know, understanding how the land works to make it more green, to sequester carbon, to put it in the soil, to make the plants grow more so that you can have better meat. And the whole point is it's to have better soil. meat. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the soil. And, 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 and instead of killing the soil, you, you should make the soil stronger. And, and, and then whatever grows in that soil is going to make you stronger and, and, or the animals stronger, etc. Luckily here in New Zealand, still knock on wood, all of our meat is grass-fed, and they, we don't have livestock you know, yards and things like that. But I'll tell you, people need to really, if they're not doing it for themselves, do it for their children, because we need to, we need to turn this, this monster that is, you know, it's, 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 it's infiltrated or captured so many organizations. I think the CDC and the FDA, FDA are, or without doubt, they're captured, okay? The things that they have done that are run run anti-human health and really caring for the people and more for, you know, you know, sweeping it. This FDA allowed this experimental mRNA in. It was complicit in the suppression of the of the ivermectin that the first letter that went out that I've got was from an FDA Telling the Federation, we have this this uh, letter about the concerns they have about ivermectin being dispensed for COVID. 
This it's is... safer than Tylenol. What what could be the problem? Right. Well, the problem is, as you know, that you can't get an emergency use authorization right. if there's right. something that works. Right. And it's cheap. It's been around for 40 years. Billions of doses have been given. There can't be anything that has more safety profile than ivermectin. And this is this was they had to get this out of the way. They had to they had to get that and hydroxychloroquine out of the way. And this is what Kennedy shows in chapter one, which is very well, well worth the three dollars if you're not only going to read one chapter. I mean, it goes on to where AIDS, HIV, and all that whole thing with Fauci. We're talking about a guy who is a very I hope I, I really hope that I really hope that the that justice is, you know, finds a way to take these people who have hurt and killed so many people. If not in this knowingly, life, he knowingly. will pay in the, the, the time to come. There, there's no way to escape that. Well, they're going to answer their maker. I mean, at least, at least that's going to be, you know, my wife is Russian and, and it's been interesting to see that we can't see any. We, we can't see any of these injuries happening in from the Sputnik, at all. The the Sputnik vaccine that was quickly made in Russia and 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 dis, distributed doesn't seem to have had. And it's not an mRNA at all. It's it's it was done like a true vaccine made like the true vaccines are made. So we're seeing we're seeing that this, but this doesn't make it out. And and the other thing is, is that I I gave. You know, I gave testimony in, in my case uh, to Uttar Pradesh. Uttar Pradesh is a is a state in India that's run by a holy man. He, he's he can't he can't he cannot be bought, and it's two hundred million people. That's how many times? That's forty times more. That's forty times our population. Two hundred million, and if you take a look at what happened when when COVID started hitting. They dispensed ivermectin. They had they had all of these healthcare workers going out and dispensing ivermectin and 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 an antibiotic. And the the curve of death the death curve literally Sam went straight down. It was, and it went to zero. Wow, two hundred million people, zero deaths. But and but doctor, a, where are your randomized controlled studies? Where are your Right, this, and it was completely suppressed in the media. This is how this wow. is how powerful the guys that own the media are wow. that they can do this. The World Health Organization, which is private, and you know, it believe it or not, the World Health Organization. If you type into Google Earth, guys, go find the address to World Health Organization's international headquarters in Geneva, the street address. Put it in Google Earth. Hit the button, and you zoom over to this big building, three-story building overlooking Lake Geneva. And then in your in your search bar while while you're there looking at the Federate looking at the World Health Organization, type into the into the bar Rothschild Palace Geneva. And it creeps over 500 meters. 500 meters from where the World Health Organization building is 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 the Rothschild. It's on their property. The World Health Organization is on the Rothschild property. Wow. <laughs> there it is. You heard it here the first time, folks. Just go into Google Earth. They can't escape that. 
It's right there. So you go, okay, so Rothschild is leasing the land to the World Health Organization. We're giving it to them. Not even that, is there any connection there? <laughs> well, access. They got access to get whatever they want. They own, they own, they own it. And, you know, I, I, I would tell you right now, I, I think that, you know, they're, they're masters of deception, masters. They've been doing this a long time. So they put people up in front of them, like Bill Gates. And, and then he takes all the heat. Oh, Bill Gates, you know, he's the, he's the number one donator to the World Health Organization. He is. He's the, he's the number one donator above all the other countries to the World Health Organization, Bill Gates, the vaccine wow. guy. Well, guess what? Is it his money or is it coming from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation money that, right. you know, that is, you know, the donors are not known. So there you have it. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> well, we've had a tour de force here. I don't even know what time it is, but. We've been going for 47 it's, uh, minutes. It's 930 in New Zealand. And so it's probably what, 430 there or something? 2, 2.30. 2.30 the day before. The day so we're, before, always, right? we're always we're always seeing the future, guys. We're always yeah. out here ch checking out the future. For you. It's great to talk to you in the yeah, future like this. Here. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have you down here one time, sometime if you get a chance. It's an amazing country. If we just get this, if we just get the the Kiwis to rise up a little bit, it's been very disappointing to see how they've been they've been buffaloed by this whole thing, and uh, so we'll see. It's, do y'all have the same? Do, have y'all had the same thing happen to y'all as in Australia, where they rounded up all the firearms? No. That's well, at least they no. have that going for them. We, 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 but we, but we have a very strict firearms control system here. But no, they haven't rounded up the firearms. I don't, I don't, you know, Australia is, 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 is what, what happened in Australia, I, I don't know if it really made the news there, but was beyond anybody's accounting about really totalitarian control issues came down so hard, so fast. It was, it made everybody's head spin, really. And we were right behind it. Of course, we, you know, had the, we had the, this, this prime minister, Jacinda, who fooled everybody. She's a, you know, she's a disciple of Klaus Schwab. And, uh, you know, along with, you know, interestingly, along with some other leaders, like the Canadian guy, Trudeau, they all yeah. went to the same, they all graduated from the same World Economic Forum uh, school. I don't know if you know that. I've heard, heard that. I believe yeah. some of so our anyway, other politicians uh, have have done that too. We we had this, you know. I had my before I got my MD, I got my master's in immunology. So you know, I studied the immune system for two years intensively. So this whole thing about locking down everybody and masks and all this kind of stuff was not from the very get go. I was like, what what is going on here? I mean, a lot of us were doing that, and that's why we sounded the alarm and started this organization. New Zealand Docs SOS. Anyway, well, what Thank else you, sir. can you? What else can you say? Well, I just I want to be respectful of your time. I know you got clinic today. It's it's a nearly a day ahead. I'm a yeah. buck short over here. <laughs> hey, listen, really good good luck with you. I know you can't tell the audience or myself what happened. I, I do want everybody to focus a little bit on what Merrill Nass is doing in Maine. She, she's been supported by the Children's Health Defense, which is Robert Kennedy's. She just had her final day, I guess, two days ago. And so we're standing by because it could be the shot that her around the world. They attacked her for ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and for basically speaking out 
and, and telling what we felt to be a reasonable thing. So be on, be everybody be on guard about this misinformation and disinformation. I mean, they flipped it on its head. The misinformation and disinformation is coming from the media. It's not coming from the informants. And, and yet they're using it as a bludgeon around the world and we have to we have to just be sensitive to it so that's my that's my thought for the day everybody have a wonderful weekend i think you're absolutely right that if if you think something is wrong well you should listen to it to find out where it's wrong and then right. the sunlight is the best disinfectant and it will show whether it's a foolish right. idea or a wise idea and if you hear anybody who did i just hear this oh michael michael yaden speaking on the album in london just the other day an impassioned speech it was really unbelievable but he's, you know, and he was the Pfizer. He was a big guy for 20, 30 years in Pfizer. And Michael Yaden was pleading with people, you know, don't let them inject your children. Don't let them. And then he said at the end, he said, if you hear anybody use these two words together, know that he's he's false and don't believe. Don't ever believe the science. Mm. He said, there is no such thing as the science. Science is always changing. It's always a debate. It has to be allowed to be debated and being shutting down and saying that's not the science is immediately a cue that what you're getting fed is is the standard line that is supposed to be shouted across the world for the moneyed interest, if you will. Yeah. Hey. I mean, <laughs> thank you, sir. That's I truly appreciate it. Thank, thank you for reaching <laughs> out to me and, and God bless you. Have a great day. You too. Cheers, mate. Just a reminder for everyone out there, duty uniform of the day, the full armor of God. Let's all make courage more contagious than fear. I recently got a new affiliate. It's HarvestRite Freeze Dryer. I've been using them since 2016. It's a great way to preserve food for long periods of time, up to 25 years if stored properly. Please take a look at it. Use the link below. Thank you.